Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Believe it or not... The final football Friday of the year. I mean, that is just really, really hard to believe. This guy's been a part of it basically week in and week out, going back to the midway point, and he's been dropping knowledge, and he's been spitting fire, and he's a good friend. So we love having him back on the show for the final time this football season. Sam Panionovich, Chicken Dinner Podcast. Of course, NBC Sports Chicago. He's enjoying the Windy City as we speak. Sammy Boy, what's happening, bro? Cue up the traveling Wilburys. It is the end of the line. It's, I have, you know what? I have a little tear, actually, when you said it was the final football Friday because we have no more football. After Sunday, we don't have football. I don't really count the XFL. We don't have real football until late. August. That is that's kind of sad. Oh, it's definitely sad. The only silver lining, though, Sam, with that much closer to the NCAA tournament. That to me is the <laughs> only light at the end of the tunnel, knowing that that tournament is a couple of weeks away. But yes, it is depressing knowing that this will be the final football game of the year. And Sam, let's start by saying this: there's no way in the world this game is going to be worse than the one we saw last year. No chance. No way. If it's 13-3 to back-to-back years, I think the NFL is going to make sure to go out of their way the following year uh, to make sure we just have a million flags. They'll just guide you all the way to the opposing 20. That way we actually have touchdowns and not turnovers and drops and punts. Um, this game right now, man, I'll tell you what, and you asked me before the postseason on your show, you said, who do you like to win it all? And this is when the whole field was available. And I looked at you and I said, Kansas City, 7-1, to 8-1. I think they're the best team in the field. But I have been, I've been swayed. And maybe, maybe it's because I have that KC ticket in my pocket. Maybe that's why I've been swayed. But who has been better in the postseason than the San Francisco 49ers? They've just been dominating teams. I mean, they made the Green Bay Packers look like a team from the MAC. They just shredded them. And San Francisco has just been in control. I mean, against the Minnesota Vikings, they were in control for 35, 40 minutes. Against the Packers, they were in control for 50 minutes. Conversely, Kansas City was down 24 to nothing in Houston, and they were down 17-7 to the Tennessee Titans. Now, you can give them credit for coming back, but let's not get it twisted. If they fall behind in this game, Patrick Mahomes cannot just bail them out like he's been bailing them out. I think San Francisco coming in, I was a little skeptical. I wasn't sure if it was real, but now I know that it's real. And their offensive line and defensive line play has been next level. They have just been gashing teams at the line of scrimmage. And I'm leaning more toward the San Francisco side. Haven't made a bet yet, uh, but if you ask me for the final score, I'd say San Fran 27, Kansas City 23. Lean to the Niners and lean to the yonder. 
Uh, and that's where I'm at heading into Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, now when you look at the numbers on this game, Sam, the Chiefs are favored by a point and a half. Public money came in on Kansas City, and I think it's fair to say a lot of the short money late is going to come in on San Francisco. You see this line moving down maybe a point as we move closer and closer to the kickoff? I think one is a fair closing number. I'm looking at the screen right now. A lot of the Vegas books have flat one, um, and then the win has one and a half. Your offshore books have one and a half. Um, and every time it's sort of trickled up to two around the country and around the world, you know what happens. The door slams, and people come in, and they bet big money on San Francisco. So that's sort of why we've leveled off at one, one and a half. I think one is a pretty good closing number. But you and I both know the, the point or point and a half likely won't matter in this game. It'll be decided by more than one, one and a half. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think one is a good closing number. I'm curious to see where this total is going to close because I talked to a lot of professional bettors and a lot of bookmakers, and, and they've been saying that the bettors have been saying at least that they're waiting for 56 and they're going to go heavy on the under. But once it got to 55, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, people started just hitting the under. So that's why we're back to 54 and a half. So, yeah, I think the sharp money for sure is on the under. Uh, the early sharp money, when it opened 51, right away, bam, 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 went over because everybody likes pow, 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 Patrick Mahomes. Um, but ever since it got to 54, 55, uh, it's been more big money on the under. And uh, the square money is all over the over. I talked to Johnny Murray at the Westgate. He said 96% of the tickets on the over. Is that a lot? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. No. Can't be sure. No. 96%. <laughs> yes, I will be uh, thinking about a significant underplay here in this game when I hear that 96% of tickets are coming in on the over. Now, Sam, we've seen a lot of slow starts, historically speaking, in Super Bowls, and then these teams ramp it up and they get going, whether it's the second quarter, whether it's the second half, give or take. Do you think it's a good strategy to maybe think about going first quarter under, first half under, and then get involved maybe potentially with a second half over? Is that a strategy that maybe should come into play here? Yeah, it's a popular angle, and it's been very, quote, sharp, unquote, for years to play that first quarter, first half under. Whatever under you played last year hit, whether it was side, total, quarter, half, second half, props, whatever you played last year, the under was a bang. I mean, it just came through and drove the under. You go back a year before that, though, and that was everything was over with the Eagles and the Patriots. I mean, everything in that game went over. You just kind of have to get a feel for how these teams are going to play. And I really think I'm, – I'm not inclined to think first quarter, first half under here because I really think that Shanahan is going to unleash Jimmy Garoppolo in this game. Um, they have really been good at predicting and predicating their game plan for the weakness of the opposing defense. And I think play action here against Kansas City is really going to be a juicy option. We know KC is not good against the run. I think they're even worse against play action. And that, that opens up a lot of things with the schematics of the San Francisco offense. If I hear one more person tell me that Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, he, he's washed or he can't play. And, it, it, like, by design last week, they didn't need him. The number on completions for Garoppolo, 19 and a half, that, that's one of my favorite Jimmy G props. I think we're going to see a lot more Jimmy G throwing the football, whether it's the screen to negate the blitz and the pass rush, the play-action pass, and they're going to take some shots down the field in this game because the Kansas City secondary, they can be had. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Shanahan empties the kitchen sink in this game. I, 
I don't feel that good early. I think these two teams are going to be aggressive, and I think later in games is when the defenses will shore up. We got Sam Penianovich, Chicken Dinner Podcast, NBC Sports Chicago, previewing the ins and outs of Super Bowl 54, and of course the prop angle, and there are 10,000 different props that you can throw in, and I'm glad you mentioned Garoppolo because – I think a lot of people, Sam, are going to look at the two playoff games. They're going to look at Minnesota. They're going to look at the Green Bay Packer game where they didn't do a whole lot. And that square money, that, like, let's rush to the ticket. Let's throw prop bets in. Let's bet like a drunken seller is going to come in on a lot of the unders there because of what they watched in the last two games. But I think you hit on a real good point. I think the way to attack Kansas City can be with the short passing game. Kansas City is going to be committed to stopping the San Francisco 49ers from trying to run the football. I think there are a lot of sharp angles. Jimmy Garoppolo completions, Jimmy Garoppolo touchdowns. I think there are ways to get Garoppolo involved in the action here where it can be rather profitable. I also like Garoppolo no interception at plus 120. That's the best price. Um, your, Your average price right now in the market is closer to plus 15. That's fine. I like that, too. He's just so accurate, and he doesn't take risks a lot like Patrick Mahomes does. I saw the Mahomes prop. Will Mahomes throw a pick? Yes, plus 110. And I just feel like that guy's going to fire that pigskin into triple coverage at one point in this game, and it'll be tipped and picked or just straight picked. So I like Garoppolo completions over, um, and I think maybe even more than that, I like the Garoppolo no interception at plus 120. The Mahomes situation, you talk about public. Oh, my God, everything is Mahomes over. We're talking passing yards. It opened 306. Now it's 312 on passing yards for Mahomes. Rushing yards has gone up from, like, 29 to 35 on total rushing yards. They're betting him completions over. They're betting him attempts over. Like, they know the outcome. You know what his attempt number is right now? 37 and a half. That is so many passes. I went back and I looked at his last five games, and I know every game is different. Every script is different. His last five games, 34, 33, 25, 35, 35. The number's 37 and a half. That tells the story. That tells me that they're going to be throwing the ball. They're going to be down in this game. But that is a lot of attempts uh, for Patrick Mahomes. But I, I don't really like stating the best player in the world. That's not really my M.O. Um, I was looking at Mahomes' first rush. Under four and a half yards. Talk me out of that. I like that because it's not like he's been running like crazy and you're going under there on that total, Sammy. Just the first rush. That's it. The first, first rush, rush. Four and a half yards. You know what? I'd probably roll with that too because he could just run it one yard. Maybe it's a scamper and a slide. Yeah, I would roll with that. If I'm playing that prop and I don't particularly love it, when in doubt, I roll with the under. Do you think that's a good strategy with a lot of this stuff? Because people come in so heavy. They want to bet overs. They want to see yards. They want to see points. They want to see touchdowns. Historically speaking, Sam, with the props, would you say more often than not, a lot of these unders end up hitting? It's hard to say that. It really does depend on the situation. Um, But with Mahomes, you're just talking about inflation. And that's what I'm getting at here. This number is so much higher than I think it should be. His passing yardage number against the Tennessee Titans was, I think it was 301 or 302, and now he's facing a better, the number one defense in the league on a neutral field. This isn't Arrowhead. This isn't a silent crowd, and all of a sudden you're telling me that 
his prop number in passing yards went up 10 yards when he's facing the Niners? I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and, and back to the rush real quick, you know, that four-and-a-half-yard number, here's what I envision. I envision it's, I, I don't know, third and two, and Mahomes, you know, gets outside and rushes right across, reaches across the line as he's running out of bounds, gets the first down, but guess what? It's a gain of three, and the number is four-and-a-half. It's just all of these Mahomes numbers are inflated because people love to bet Patrick Mahomes overs. Conversely, the Jimmy Garoppolo numbers are all low because the perception on Garoppolo is, well, he's not going to throw. The Niners aren't going to beat us with Garoppolo. So his completion number is a whole lot lower. His rushing yard number is lower. His touchdown number, passing touchdowns, only one and a half. So it's almost like we're at a sell-high point with Mahomes and we're at a buy-low point on Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's because of how they've played, number one, and number two, how people perceive them. Okay, Sammy, I love these cross-sports props. There are a ton. I see one for LeBron James with points going up against Mahomes' completions. There's another with Luka Doncic's points going up against Kansas City's points. I mean, it is wild what you have we talked about this, and you saw one out in the desert that is rather intriguing, and let's just say it involves one of the New York locals. So please, for the listening audience, Sam, please share. It's Garrett Cole, and it's Jimmy Garoppolo, and the number is Garrett Cole wins against Jimmy Garoppolo completions, but you have to lay three and a half with Garoppolo. So Jimmy G has to have four more completions than Garrett Cole has wins. And I went back and I looked at Garrett Cole's wins. And you go back the last four years, 20, 15, 12, and 7. Now he leaves Pittsburgh where he won 7 and 12, and he goes to the Astros where he won 15 and 20. But I I have two counters to that. Number one, the AL AL West was awful, awful. I mean, he's, he's facing... You know, the Angels, who have been pretty bad. The Rangers have been a doormat. And number two, they cheat. They cheated. I mean, it's just like it's easy to win when your team knows what pitch is coming when they're on offense. Um, The pressure with the pinstripes is another thing. And also, wins is wins really reflective or are wins really reflective of how good a pitcher is? Jacob DeGrom, wink, wink, when his ERA was in the – the high ones, and he won like seven or eight games or whatever, he can pitch really well and still not get 15 wins. I also think a pitcher, that's the most unconventional thing for the body to do, throw a baseball really hard over and over and over again. And I'm not suggesting or rooting for Garrett Cole to go on the shelf for 15 days, but would I be stunned if it happened? Hell no. So I got Garoppolo. I got Garoppolo probably like 22 of 28 in this game, 22 completions, minus three and a half. That means Garrett Cole needs to win 19 games. I'm sorry. I don't see it. I love that bet. And I expect Garrett Cole to have a great season. You just nailed it. You're way ahead in the American League, and there's something that goes wrong. You're going to take it easy if you're Aaron Boone in the New York Yankees. That could be two you're weeks on the, the shelf. You're facing the Red Sox and the Rays 19 well, times. Listen, you also have a situation in which you have a team that won 100-plus games a year ago. Their focus is not going to be necessarily July and August, Sam. Their focus may be getting right for the month of October. He could have a dominant year, and to your point, Maybe it's a couple of games with no run support. Maybe it's a couple of games where the bullpen ends up yucking it up. I think Garrett Cole could dominate and win 16 or 17 games. 
I expect Garoppolo to get over that. I'm with you a thousand percent. I want to run this one by you because it caught my eye. James Horton, who we know likes to do a little bit of everything, right? Points, <laughs> rebounds, assists, minus one and a half against the Super Bowl's longest touchdown of the game. What's your take there? I'm taking Harden for sure. I, don't I think that's a no brainer, right? I just took yeah. a look at that one right now, and I'm seeing a guy who usually, all right, is talking about 28 points. You're talking about eight boards. You're talking about nine assists, and that's probably being conservative with those estimates. I can't see the longest touchdown in this game, Sammy, being like 60 or 70 yards. I just can't. The only way it's going to lose, it could lose. I mean, I, I love when people, so like I had this one guy today tell me there's no way Patrick Mahomes doesn't go over 33 and a half yards. And I, I said to myself, well, I, I can think of a couple of ways. Um, the only way I think that this prop would lose if you, if you took uh, Harden is if Hardeman runs a kickback or a puntback. I mean, that's, that's really the only way I think you get cooked here is via a long special teams touchdown. Uh, but I wrote this up in the New York Post last year when I was working in Vegas, when I was working in Vegas, and uh, the longest touchdown last year was 49 and a half with the Patriots and the Rams, and there was only one touchdown in the game. Um, it's scary with Mahomes because of his ability to, to throw the ball 60 yards on one foot, look in the wrong direction. That's scary. Uh, it's also scary with Tyreek Hill. But I, I think the San Francisco defense is just very, very good. Like, I think Mahomes is going to have a hard time moving the football at times, and I don't think he's just going to be able to play Madden and go five vertical down the field all day. So, yeah, I think the longest touchdown is going to be probably 40. Um, maybe it's 45 yards, but I like the under longest touchdown, 48 yards, and, and Harden's going to score. He's going to go to the free throw line 20 times. So, yeah, I, I would think Harden points, rebounds, assists, we're looking at probably, you know, 25 points, 28 points, eight rebounds, 10 assists. That, that, that's a lot. Um, I, I would go with Harden. I would agree with you. All right, Sam. Now, your favorite props that's going to be on your card comes Sunday. I know you've already hit on a couple of the Jimmy G ones, but what else comes to mind? Well, my favorite ones I gave you, the uh, Jimmy G no pick plus 120 and the longest touchdown under 48 yards. But i got a couple other props, and I think a couple of these are interesting because it's more of a bet a little to win a lot type prop. Uh, 49ers, minus 10.5, plus 350. If San Francisco wins this game, you know, 28 to 17, that's uh, that's a dollar to make you 350. I like that. How about a missed PAT? Pressure, Super Bowl, no longer a chip shot. Missed PAT, plus 325. I thought about that. And uh, MVP, Nick Bosa. I see Nick Bosa at one global book at 30-1 to 1 to win the MVP. We have seen a couple guys in the last decade do it. Bobby Wagner with the Seattle Seahawks. We also saw Von Miller do it with the Denver Broncos. This could be a much slower, much more defensive game than people think, and pressure gets into this situation. I mean, look at what Trevor Lawrence did in the national championship. Now, Trevor Lawrence and – Patrick Mahomes, they're they're both probably the best in their sport. I think Mahomes is more composed, but if Patrick Mahomes struggles in this game, I wouldn't be surprised. So those would be some longer shots. Uh, Niners alternate line, like I said, minus ten and a half plus three fifty. Miss PAT three to one plus three twenty five, and then a longer shot to win the MVP, like a Nick Bosa at thirty to one. Makes some sense to me. It's a little bet, but you can return a whole lot more. Sammy, what do you think about a two-point conversion? I know we've had a lot of success with that one. I've thrown it in the past. 
I'm seeing it like two to one. I might feel a little frisky and throw something down on that one. I like that prop. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten into the uh, two-point conversion yet. Uh, that's one that I haven't. The one I keep going back and forth on is, will there be a one-yard touchdown? And, I you know, every year I think about this problem. I've never actually bet it, but I, I, I always think about it. And I, I think in this game, I could see it with, like, that big fullback for San Francisco. Give it a use check, baby. One-yard run. Oh. And listen, the numbers back it up. And we had Harry from the Against All Odds podcast who brought this up. To our attention, Sam, it's hit in like 80% of playoff games over the last eight years. It's crazy. <laughs> Is it really 80%? Yeah, I mean, listen, they did the research, not me. So you can't give me all the credit on this. I wasn't sitting there and running through every single playoff game. But I believe those guys, they worked their asses off. So I do believe it's good research there. So that's something to think about too, my man. And right now at this point, before we get you out of here, the lean is Niners and the under. Yeah, the final score, I always just compute a final score in my brain. And uh, the final score I keep landing on is Niners 27, Chiefs 23. Uh, So that's a lean to the Niners. That's a lean to the under. I like the prop market more. I mean, I can make a case for both teams in this game. There's a reason, J.J., this game is a one-point spread. There's a reason it is what it is. Um, I, I just have a hard time, even though I picked Kansas City before the playoffs, I just I keep thinking about Andy Reid in the big game. And I just, I get nervous, and it makes me nervous. And I think San Francisco has been dominating teams while Kansas City has just been getting by. I could be way off on that, but that's the way I'm rolling right now. we got a couple uh, couple days left before the big game. Uh, I think Kyle Sanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo, and company, what they've done, that turnaround has been special. And I think they put the exclamation point on in Miami. Sammy, you've been fantastic all year. We appreciate the insight and the perspective. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and we'll be chatting in a couple of weeks, getting ready for the NCAA tournament. You got it, buddy. Good luck. There you have it, the great Sam Panionovich Chicken Dinner Podcast. And, of course, NBC Sports Chicago. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.